Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique, the fitness podcast for busy professionals. I'm your host as usual, Ajitesh Gogoi. This episode is about how you can program your weight training to make yourself look good. Not to make yourself a bodybuilder, not to make yourself a deadlifting champion, not to make yourself a top performing athlete, but to make yourself look good. If that's a goal you wish to achieve with your training, stick around and you'll learn some useful things. Now that the show is in its 10th episode and we have built a decent listenership and a following on social media, I feel like it's my responsibility to clarify my training philosophy. Because I don't want you to be listening to me and following my principles if your philosophy does not align with mine. It's going to be a waste of your time and you will be much better off following someone else's training methods. First and foremost, I'm not a bodybuilder. The bodybuilding physique appeals to a very niche section of society. In my opinion and in the opinion of most people I know in real life, that kind of body is just too much muscle. I respect the work bodybuilding athletes put in to excel in their sport, but that is not what I aspire for. I also couldn't care less about how much I can bench press, squat or deadlift. I don't care about maximizing my strength or becoming a deadlifting champion. What I care about is achieving proportions with the human body that make it look like a work of art. My training philosophy is solely focused on making you look as aesthetic as possible in the real world. Not on stage, in the real world. What looks amazing on a bodybuilding stage looks freaky in the real world. There's a difference. I conducted a survey recently of people in their 20s regarding what they thought building a great body would mean to them. Over 90% of the responses said it meant higher confidence, better dating prospects, and being able to fit into clothes better. What does this translate into? People in their 20s want to look good. They want to be attractive and feel better about their bodies. And for that, you need solutions that are aligned to those goals. Not some wishy-washy strength building program designed for powerlifters. If your goal is to maximize your strength, my principles are not for you. If this makes sense to you so far and you want to optimize your weight training to make your body look as visually pleasing as you possibly can, let's get started. First things first, you don't have to lift crazy heavy weights to build muscle. I don't advise anyone to lift weights which they can barely do 6 repetitions with. I have done this myself in the past and have suffered from joint issues and injuries that I could have easily avoided if I just lifted using lighter loads. Lighter loads are less stressful on your connective tissues and will let you lift pain-free for decades. The benefits? You would maintain your physique well into your 40s and 50s with ease. This is a long-term game. What's the use of getting into the best shape of your life for 3 years only to live the rest of your life with chronic injuries and a subpar physique. Be smart. Lift in the rep range of 6 to 20 reps and train close to failure. 
you will build high quality muscle. Don't be an idiot and try to test your one rep maxes every few weeks. No one cares about your one rep max unless you are a powerlifter. I don't know any of my one rep maxes and frankly, I don't even care. It doesn't benefit my goals in any way. It only strokes my ego and increases my risk of injury. Avoid such behavior. Do what's useful. Eliminate the crap. The next thing you need to know are your genetic strengths and weaknesses in terms of muscle growth. If you are listening to this, I'm sure you have some experience with lifting weights. Which muscle groups in your body respond best to training? Do you grow your arms really easily or do your quads put on size super quick? Become aware of these strengths because this is what will determine how you program your training. If you pick a typical training split that focuses on just the standard compound movements like the bench press, squats and deadlifts without any consideration to your own strengths and weaknesses, this is what's going to happen. The muscle groups that respond really well for you will grow super fast while your weaker muscle groups will be left behind. That is why you will see a lot of strong athletes who have disproportionate physiques that don't look good at all. When you are aware of your stronger body parts, you can reduce the work you do for those parts and instead add more work to bring up your weaker body parts. This requires intelligent programming and being able to track visual progress in your body. Let's now talk about what actually causes muscle growth so that you know what you need to focus on. The primary driver for muscle growth is mechanical tension. Muscle fibers work in teams that contract together. These teams are called motor units. You have to be able to load sufficiently to recruit all the motor units in your muscles in order to grow your muscles efficiently. To do this, you must train very close to failure. And this can be achieved by working with loads that you can do only 5 repetitions with, all the way up to loads you can crank out 30 repetitions with. There is no magical muscle building rep range. All that matters is that you are able to recruit all the motor units in a muscle while working it to sufficiently provide a stimulus for muscle growth. This is why I'm not a huge fan of training using very heavy loads. There is nothing to gain from extremely high weights if you're not a strength athlete. It just adds unnecessary stress on your central nervous system and connective tissues. This is unwarranted. So pick weights you can hit failure with around 6 to 20 repetitions and take all sets at most 3 reps away from failure. And you will build your muscles really well. It is important however to go at most 3 reps away from failure. Anything more and you are not going to get sufficient stimulus for growth. A lot of people have difficulty gauging how far they are from failure usually. In order to resolve this, it is a good idea to have sets taken to complete failure programmed into your routine. This will sharpen your sense of what it feels like to train to failure. Training to failure all the time can be very fatiguing. So design your program to mostly train 2-3 to three reps away from failure, but train to failure in an occasionally scheduled manner so that your ability to gauge your efforts is kept sharp. 
it is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. Once you have these fundamentals right, you need to know what muscle groups make you look aesthetic as hell. Without this knowledge and without conscious implementation of this knowledge, you're only relying on trial and error to build a body which may or may not look proportionate at all. For men, a great physique starts with a sharp V taper. This means broader shoulders and a tighter waist. More muscle on the upper chest and upper back and decently sized arms. I have an entire article on male aesthetics on my website. I'll leave a link to it in the description. You can go check it out for a more objective take on the topic. For men, having humongous legs is not aesthetic. It's not a good visual. You don't want chicken legs either. You want decently sized legs that fit well into well-cut pants. So devise a program that spends more time on your upper body work than your lower body work and plan it to bring up body parts that maximize the visuals that I just spoke of. For women, what is generally desired is a well-shaped lower body. This means well-developed glutes and hamstrings that bring out your curves. To give the appearance of a tapered waist, you'd want to focus more on your shoulders and lats when it comes to your upper body. Avoid too much direct abdominal work which a lot of women are guilty of because a very well-developed core makes the midsection look very blocky. This will take away from that nice tapered look. So you'd want to program your training with a lot of posterior chain work like deadlift variations and glute bridges. Lower body training would take priority over upper body work, but you'll also have to incorporate sufficient shoulder and back work for a proportionate upper body. While doing all of this, you must keep in mind your strengths and weaknesses that we discussed earlier. If you are a man and your glutes grow too easily, go easy on your glute focused exercises like your deadlifts and your squats. If you are a woman and your arms grow very easily, lower the number of weekly sets on arm work. It is all about learning what gets you the best visual results and modifying your training accordingly to achieve them. Track your body measurements weekly and take monthly progress pictures to keep yourself accountable. Without conscious efforts, you'll be relying solely on chance to build a great looking body. Relying on chance is not a smart way to do anything. Coming now to the nutrition aspect of things. In order to build muscle, you must eat more than what your body needs. This is something women struggle with more than men from what I have observed, but it is necessary. Eat sufficient protein. For more on this, go check out episode 4 of the podcast on protein intake and eat enough food to gain weight at a steady pace of around 0.25 to 0.5 kilograms per week. If you gain much faster than this, you will put on unnecessary fat. Some amount of fat gain is inevitable while trying to build muscle, but it should be minimal. That way you can look good year round, irrespective of whether you are gaining muscle or losing fat. 
you should be gaining or maintaining weight for most of the year in order to make good progress. How do you know if you're making good progress? Are you able to do more reps, sets and weight over time at the gym? If you are, you are progressing. It is that simple. Once your midsection starts looking fluffier and you no longer have enough abdominal definition and you have been building muscle at a caloric surplus for at least four months, you can now focus on dropping body fat. Aim to lose around 1% of your body weight per week. Do this by dropping your calories slowly below maintenance and keep your protein intake high. Over time, you will lose the excess fat covering your muscles and you'll look more defined. This is also what most women refer to as the toned look. But to look toned, you have to spend a good chunk of time eating more, progressing at the gym and building muscle in the right places. This is the entire process. You must repeat this over and over multiple times till you are at a place where you are satisfied with your body. Even then, you can keep refining the small things in your physique and keep upgrading yourself to the next level. But during this whole journey, you will look amazing even with a couple of months of consistent work, irrespective of how far you are from your ultimate goal body. Most people fail to achieve this because their goals don't align with their process. Or they keep lying to themselves, saying they only want to train to get stronger or they want to be athletic all the time while sharing shirtless photos and booty pictures on social media. When in fact, that makes it clear that they want to train to look good. So be honest with yourself and set your goals straight. It is not vain to want to train to look good. People spend loads of money on cosmetics and on beauty procedures. If that is acceptable, so is weight training for aesthetics. Weight training also has the added benefits of increased strength, longevity and better health. So be honest with your goals. If your goal is to build your most aesthetic body, this is the blueprint for you right here. These are the principles. This is what you have to do. Don't get into powerlifting, bodybuilding or power building or whatever other system is out there just because it is popular. Do what gets you where you want to be and you will achieve results beyond your own wildest imagination. That is it for this episode of Workday Physique. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope you gained some clarity after listening to today's show. You can reach out to me via Instagram or through the link in the description for any inquiries. If you liked the episode, if you felt like it added some value to your life, recommend it to one friend who you think will enjoy the content. Hit that follow button or subscribe button on whichever app you are listening to this episode on right now so that you don't miss out on future episodes. I will see you again in another fortnight. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe, and stay consistent. <laughs>